What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 55 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games Weekly Gaming Podcast, all about Valve's pe- portable PC. I almost said peatable. That's me. I'm peatable. The portable PC powerhouse, the Steam Deck. I'm your host, Peatable and Bessie. And for the first time on this show, we've got friend of the channel, Mr. Chris Brandrick of Overkill and Switch Weekly. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks for having me back on the Flip Screen network i guess yeah 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 and uh, yeah I mean, we just had you on on flip screen games podcast last week so I, this is the by far the quickest in succession we've had you yeah. on well i've collected them all now i've done nintendo noise and flip screen games so i just needed this one <laughs> so i'm good i've got a clean sweep you've got the whole set yeah and yeah. i like it because i i feel like uh the last time we had you on nintendo noise um i remember being like oh you know we'll got we'll have to make sure we have you on before another year right it was four yeah. months between that one now just a week so i guess are you on a show yeah, with us tomorrow just... <laughs> just the way it goes yeah roll the dice um i just wanted to get them all knocked out of the park sure <laughs> get it out of the way and then that way you don't have to talk to me again for a couple months <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick of my face i'm sorry listeners viewers etc no yeah. come on no everybody loves to see you come on so uh but i know that there are definitely folks who listen to the steam deck podcast who do not listen to flip screen games and nintendo noise because i look at our sure. analytics so i'm sure there are folks that uh are not familiar with your work so if they've not had the pleasure of listening to you on one of our sister shows. Uh, why don't you let mm. the people know who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, so uh, Chris Brandrick and I am a um, the there. Yes. So I'm one of the deputy editors at Overkill.wcf, which is a website dedicated to like the Steam Deck and other kind of portable PC style handhelds. Been going for about a year now, um, just over. And yeah, we cover the Steam Deck and all things good about that. And then, of course, uh, you also are the editor and and creator of Switch Weekly, the uh, number mm. one Nintendo newsletter. And of course, yeah. uh, we've had you annually on our shows for what three, four years now. Um, Something like that. Yeah, Switch Weekly has been going for a long time. In fact, it started before the Switch was even out, like the day the Switch name got announced back in October of 2016. So it's been a newsletter I've been doing every week since then. Um, bit of a labor of love, really, and. Part of that is my annual survey around the, the state of Switch. So, yeah, that's the kind of other shoe hat that I wear, I guess, whatever the <laughs> saying is. The other shoe hat. And yeah. uh, for, for that show, right, like that's every year we have you on and, and talk about the state of Switch survey and kind of get through all the data mm-hmm. points. If, if you're a, a data journalism nerd like me, it's like a, a just an absolute uh, total catnip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a smorgasbord of just like the most minute information you could ever want. I love it. Um, and the last time uh, we had you on that show was actually episode 88. So if you want to go check out uh, one of our, you know, big in-depth conversations about uh, about the state of Switch, if you're a Nintendo player yeah, as we well. we really went into it, as I seem to recall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a deep dive. And it was a really fun conversation. Mm-hmm. So definitely go check that out. And part of the reason we wanted to have you on this week is because Steve has COVID. And the other part of the reason we wanted to have you on this week is because uh, Overkill is now launching, just like this week has launched, uh, your second annual state of Steam Deck survey. Yeah. So kind of the sister right. survey to the state of Switch. And uh, we were supposed to have your partner Kevin on to talk about the original one, you know, months ago. And, you know, yeah. stuff fell apart. It is what it is. I'm very excited to be able to talk about this one at the cusp of it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, I guess, give people an elevator pitch. What What is the the state of the Steam Deck survey? Uh, how can they get involved to provide their data points? And why should sure. they be excited to get involved? Yeah, so like you just alluded to there, we did run this last year as well, around the sort of same time, actually, August, late August, like early September sort of stuff. And yeah, 
similar to the kind of state of switch server really it's just kind of checking the pulse of people who own a steam deck primarily there are questions for those who don't as to like why you haven't got one yet or whatever but mainly the focus is you know how do you like this thing how are you using it you know how does it fit into your kind of gaming hobby lifestyle whatever you want to call it and then obviously we go through all the data after we've had responses and just kind of put together what we feel are like the main takeaways and what the stories are in terms of how people are actually you know using this device and stuff so that's the kind of reason why we do it i mean i've been doing this the switch one for whoa, whoa, whoa six years hold on hold on was that was that your steam yeah. deck yeah my steam deck is rocking uh switch yeah come on because, you gotta you know, show that off huge, a little bit huge huge nintendo fan i felt like getting a steam deck i was kind of cheating on the switch a bit so this is my compromise so Did, so is that <laughs> is, are those skins on there or yeah this is a d brown skin yeah okay and e even, the, even the switch logo is blurred oh out my god it's, even pretty, the switch it's, pretty, it's pretty funny um yeah so that was that was that's my kind of way of playing the steam deck without feeling like i'm cheating on the switch anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i've been doing this this switch server for like six years and um it, there's always some sort of like interesting story that comes out of it you know whether that's about yeah. like, in the past it's been like, like the joy-con drift like obviously with the steam deck stuff last year is all about the kind of returns process in the kind of early days when people were having some sort of like hardware niggles which of course have since been ironed out um so there's always some sort of narrative that comes out of these things and it's always just interesting to see kind of how people are using them whether they like them and you know just saying that what games they're playing on there and how, how, they're, how they're liking the, the hardware and what they kind of want to see from it in the future. Yeah, and it's always, it's always fun to find like a surprising data point. And there's, there's always at least one every year where I'm like, wow, that is totally not what I would have expected, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm always surprised like by the breakdown of like, like, like usage of certain features and stuff like that, where you'll be like a, a feature yeah. that you personally never use and you know, there's a ton, there's 57% of people are using it. Right. And it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like it, it yeah, definitely it's like with helps. The switch from when, when they added Bluetooth support for like, headphones and stuff. And I was like, right. Massively excited by that. But in the, the survey, like no one cares. <laughs> yeah. And like, I remember that being such a big story because Steve was excited about it too. Right. And it was, it was just something yeah. that, you know, it was like maybe less than 20% of people were using it or something just like that. Note. Yeah. It's one of those things. They added it so late in the life cycle of the switch, but anyway, yeah, uh, we're here to talk about Steam Deck. So. Yeah. We're here to talk about Steam Deck. So, uh, We'll have a link down below where people can go and fill yeah. out the survey. Uh, there's yeah, also it's on a giveaway. overkill.wtf. You can't miss it. There's a big banner on yeah. the top right now, which is like, go fill this out. doesn't take too long. Head to the website, overkill.wtf. And like I said, we'll have a link down below. Um, the survey takes about five minutes to complete. Definitely five, not a huge. Minutes, yeah. yeah, not a huge investment. And um, there is going to be a giveaway this year as well that you could be entered yeah. to get a $50 gift card for Green Man Gaming. So not only will you be helping out, you know, Chris and the folks over at Overkill uh, get some interesting data points uh, that, you know, we'll have to have you and Kevin on to talk about when the survey's done. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can also win yourself a nice gift card. Yeah, go buy yourself uh, Starfield. <laughs> I mean, 50 bucks on Steam, that goes pretty far. You know, you get, yeah, a, you, know, you wait for a Steam lot. sale, you're, yeah, you're, you're in good shape. Well, I guess it's on Green yeah, Man and, Gaming, and, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But either way, you're doing good. <laughs> Absolutely. So the plan... yeah, it's, it's open for like it's open for like a couple of weeks, um, and we should have the results live by end of se September, maybe okay. early October, de depending on how kind of meaty they are to kind of get through and you know figure through it all out. And uh, of course, depending on how many responses we get, because the more responses you get, often it takes longer to kind of dig through all of the data and see what the real stories are. You know, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, so, so far so good. There's there's, only, there's over like three thousand responses already, which awesome. is already bigger than bigger than it was last year. Um, but yeah, there's loads of questions on things like, you know, what sort of SD card have you got in it? Have you installed an SSD? Uh, have you done any mods? What sort of emulation do you do on it, if any? 
does the kind of verified playable status on Steam on the Steam Store make any kind of impact on your purchasing decisions? Um, average playtime, all things like that, basically. But um, they're the sort of questions you can expect. So if you've got thoughts on the Steam Deck, please do go fill it out because it will help us um, get a picture. And I mean, I know that our listeners have thoughts on the Steam Deck, right? All, all right. 2,000 of you. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. you guys are have lots of takes on the Steam Deck. So make sure you go and have your voice heard. And, uh, and, you know, I know that a lot of folks in the audience, we have questions about stuff like this, about like, I wonder mm. how many people use it this way. I wonder how many people are actually doing that. We can get some hard data here, folks. So let's, let's, yeah. go, let's go make sure we participate. Yeah, one of the ones I'm actually really looking forward to finding out about is, have you used your Steam Deck outside of the home? Because it's one of those things where I think like people kind of cry about, oh, battery life, oh, this game only runs for like two hours. But I reckon the majority of people are never like more than two minutes away from an outlet in reality because where they're playing this thing is probably, yeah. I have had that bite me. Uh, I, I went on a, a trip um, uh, earlier this year and I was like, had like a five, six hour flight and was like, I'm going to bring right. the Steam Deck because I'm playing Persona uh, 5 mm. on it right now. And um <laughs> It died like an hour and a half into my flight. And yeah. I was like, oh no, devastating. Yeah. And was it cheap? It was yes, like I'm my thumbs. So, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. no no uh no power supply. So I was like, oh shoot, okay. Bought an expandable battery uh for the ride home, for the flight home. Worked yeah. out. No big deal. Cool. <laughs> I'd be interested to hear that. So how many people have yeah. uh, the the Frankenstein battery on the back of it? Like oh, some yeah. of the folks in our you can really make them yeah you can turn it into a monstrosity if you want yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) all right so uh you know i brought you on here today right to to talk about the survey but also because we got a big story to tackle today right we've got a Mm. new piece of valve hardware and it's it's coming it's imminent the problem is we don't quite know what it is uh yeah is it like breadcrumbs of hints as towards that something's gonna happen but yeah yeah we know something's coming but we're not quite sure what it is yet uh there's some rumblings yeah. uh that it, it could be a revision of the steam deck or maybe a new device in the steam deck family uh, or it could be perhaps uh the as yet you know properly unrevealed successor to the valve index uh which we, we mm. currently know as the decker right um been a long time since we've we've heard about that uh there's there's you know a, a couple data points that i think can kind of push you in either way um for it to be either device but uh, we're going to talk about all that in just a second, uh, but before we do, I would love for you to just give uh, a little bit of a um, uh, just a breakdown of how you've spent your time with the Steam Deck, Chris, because I feel like mm. the device is so um, versatile, and I think everybody yeah. really does use it in such different ways, and I'm always excited mm. to hear um, in the Discord or you know people who write into the show or or, or whatever, like what are you doing on your steam deck what is like your most played game you know what are what are what are your your grievances with it and like you know working sure. with um with overkill right i know you've tried some of these other handheld pcs here and there so like yeah i feel the steam deck stacks up to them like do you find it to be the de facto or the other things people should be it's one at? of those weird things because i've not been a pc gamer for such a long time sure. so coming to this was kind of a almost like an alien experience in a way because i think that the last pc i built was like 2005 and ever since then i've just been an apple kind of mac user and not had to think about you know what you get given what (laughs) What you take your medicine and and that's it you get what you're given you know with the apple kind of thing so i've not had to think about it for so long um so coming from a console experience primarily nintendo a little bit of xbox um 
was kind of interesting because there are this despite it kind of appearing console like there are still kind of technical considerations and things that probably are like roadblocks for the layperson i think and that that is kind of interesting in terms of the experience but in terms of how i use it you know obviously through doing overkill i see so many different ways in terms of how people use it they, they you know people are pushing it to the absolute limit with like the latest AAA stuff people are just messing around with emulation and doing countless really interesting things and then there's the whole kind of modding scene and like the whole, the whole kind of os side of it but for me it's mainly just been like my new indie machine because the nintendo switch for all of its merits um the switch story i think has been helped you know of course the nintendo switch is kind of you know thing with any nintendo platform is the first party software yeah but the indie story on the indie story on the switch has been such a massive help to that console and um it was just kind of right place right time in terms of having this portable device that you know translated really well to those experiences but i think one thing that's kind of happened over the, over the course of the six seven years that the switch has been out is you know, obviously the eShop is atrocious. The, the discoverability on, on that store is awful. And just in terms of like the friction, in terms of buy, the buying experience and stuff, it, comparatively to the Steam Deck, I just find it so much easier, you know, because you'll just be browsing Twitter and X, if you want to call it that. Um, and you'll see like some developer. <laughs> no, we don't do that. You see some developer talk about their game and, you know, oh, here's a link to their Steam wishlist, Steam profile. You click mm-hmm. it, you, you wishlist it on. It's just frictionless. And then not to mention, I like, get told the, about it. Not to mention the benefits of like early access and like games yeah. that like, you see at, you know, game jams or smaller events and like they're available for you to go try stuff like the Steam, yeah. you know, the advantage of like the summer sale or the, you know, the winter sale and like the insanely deep discounts you can get on these games. Like, there are yeah. a lot of advantages to the Steam ecosystem. And if you're somebody who's yeah. averse to specifically like owning and operating a PC, the Steam Deck is just such an incredible gateway into just specifically that marketplace and how easy it is yeah. to uh, to find value there, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I know you can go online and do the Nintendo eShop stuff, but uh, it's just not, it's not as like fluid as, no, as it is yeah. with the Steam store it's and annoying. stuff, you know? So that's kind of been my kind of main draw with the Steam Deck is like, this is now my kind of indie machine and um, it plays them beautifully. And at the minute I'm, I'm playing through um, Sea of Stars on it. And it's the, Ooh, it's how a, are you it's a delight. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm only about four hours in so far. So, I mean, it's like a 30 hour game. So I've, yeah. I've barely scratched the surface really, but uh, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it looks really, really nice and um, it, polished. I've heard it's sure. really good. The, the, yeah, uh, one of yeah. our... Um uh patreon uh supporters was was talking about it in the the discord the other day and like mm. was like oh i'm not like not a big jrpg person this is like my first one sure. and, like i'm really loving it i'm finding it super charming like i've heard the script is really good hope i find time for it uh before we get to our game of the year discussion because it seems like it's up my alley but jesus there's right. just so many games this fall and they're all rpgs yeah, yeah. which is great exactly. for me an rpg fan but oh my god the amount of time investment you need to get all these games done seriously um yeah busy yeah <laughs> but yeah that's kind of how I, I use the um the steam deck and in terms of like comparative to other kind of handheld pcs and stuff um it's, it's just the, the ecosystem and the, the kind of benefit with the steam deck is again kind of coming back to that hardware software kind of fusion which the other ones don't have you know you just kind of get booted into windows and then you're kind of on your own yes you can then boot into steam but it's just that one less layer removed it's just friction basically and any removal of that is, is a win in my eyes. Um, so what are the so yeah, that's why I think. What, like, at, or... at the minute, I've got the, the Switch, obviously, the Steam Deck, and the A&E 2. Um, let's see. 
this one here. And um, again, they're, they're, they're great devices. It's just about that friction, though, in terms of the actual getting into a game, you know? Yeah. Have um, you done anything like taking advantage of like like Game Pass or anything like that on it? Like, is it has it been cool for no, that stuff? I really should do because that's primarily kind of one of those things that, especially the kind of cloud streaming stuff, is just kind of interesting in me in terms of just how it works on these devices and actually testing them yeah. out. Because I mean, that's kind of I started playing like Halo Infinite on my iPad, so not not an optimal way to play but hey um, no. so yeah maybe you should try it out on these things <laughs> that was that was one of the first games i remember trying in like 2020 like uh i had um the a friend of mine had bought the razor kishi which was is like the yep. it's like the predecessor to the backbone right and yep. um and i think it had an xbox integration it has like an xbox button on it and stuff and uh i was like okay like let me boot up a game that i think will actually work and then let me boot up yeah. a game that i know really well and that like i'll recognize how it's running and i was like Sure. Master Chief Collection, Halo 1. I've played that intro yeah. dozens of times, right? And it was like, oof. Like, I got out of the plane, okay. and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. And then as soon as there was, like, enemies, it was like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, like, just uh, tanks. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, the frame, you know, <laughs> like, the, the like, rubber banding and everything. I was like, okay, we're not there yet. But cool. No. cool bit Which is interesting, just... because, like, you see where, where Microsoft kind of strategy is on, on handhelds and stuff, and... Their strategy is just make Game Pass available on as many of these things yeah. as possible. Just put it on everything Whereas, like, that you can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we spoke about this in, in the in the other show, didn't we? About PlayStation's kind of right. weird attempt at what they're doing, but yeah, yeah. No, like it's their whole thing really... is based on Wi-Fi instead, right? And it's like a yeah, very, it's the same but different kind of strategy. I don't know, but Maybe yeah, it's... super interesting time in terms of all of these devices, and they're all kind of trying to take a stab at what what's Valve are doing with the Steam Deck, you know, that that new Lenovo one is is pretty interesting in terms of what it's doing. But yeah. in terms of what sticks and what kind of catches on, I think, you know, Steam Deck's the de facto in this kind of niche of a niche of like handheld PCs at least. Uh, yeah, it's I I think just like on a, a software level, right? Like the services that are provided by Valve yeah. are just so good that like unless you're talking about um we just talked about it what last week, the new what is it the coon the ioneo coon i think is or kun is what it's called Kun, and it's yeah, like that's yeah. like they're really high-end like it yeah it's like a thousand bucks before yeah. you even start yeah. yeah like the most expensive yeah. one is like two grand it's like yeah, yeah okay obviously yeah. it's more powerful than the steam deck and it's like yeah i guess i could see maybe you know I, we talked about how i could see a market for that right but like yeah unless you're doing something that is like okay this is comically more powerful and like three times two to two to three times more expensive and I can't see why you'd pick any of the alternatives just because of the service offerings you yeah. get with Valve. The service you know? play is huge. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see once uh, SteamOS 3.5 like properly comes out. I wonder if people mm. will take some of these other handheld PCs and like just throw the SteamOS on it instead, you know? Yeah. That's going to open up some, some wild stuff if they do. Because, yeah. Then it's a case of like, I've got all this power and the OS I want. So, yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see. So enough about the Steam Deck we know. Let's talk about this device that, that we don't know yet uh, mm. because there's, there's a lot here to pick on, and uh, I, I, want, I want to pull on some of these threads with you. Uh, but before we do that, let me remind you that this episode of the Steam Deck Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of September. They are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snacky Go, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash FlipScreenGames. Y'all, the reals are the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. Speaking of which, if you want to hear more conversation with Chris, make sure you go check out the 
last episode of the Flip Screen Games podcast, where we talked all about PlayStation's uh, Project... No, not Project Q. What is it now? Portal. PlayStation Portal. Portal. We talked all about yeah. the PlayStation Portal. So if you want to hear... PlayStation Portal. PSP. I, I, I know yeah. you guys were so excited when we talked about that device on this podcast last time. You know, you were very excited to hear <laughs> about it. So if you want to hear us talk uh, more about that and hear uh, Chris uh, take some shots at it, go, go, uh, go, go give it a listen. It was a good episode, good discussion. And, uh, of course, if you want to find any of the places we are all over the web, if you want to go find those shows, if you want to go find our Patreon and help us keep these mics and likes hot, mics and lights hot, excuse me, you can head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can find all that and much, much more. However you choose to get involved, we thank you for tuning into this week's show. All right, we're back, Chris. Good stuff. So here's what we got. Here's what we know, right? Earlier this mm. week, Liam Daw uh, of, of Gaming on Linux, great website, yep. uh, published a post that was called Linux Updates Tease Valve, Galileo, and Sephiroth. Steam Deck Refresh or New VR? This is where, at least in my purview, this is where this story popped off, right? We're going to pull in yes. from some other sources, but I feel like Liam was the one who, who kind of got this going. He kind of spotted this, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what we know about it, and, and I'd like to read from Liam's uh, blog post. It's short. Go, go check it out. Give him a link. Um, but, or give him a click. Excuse me. We'll have a link below. Uh, but more or less, right, there was a work submitted for Linux kernel 6.6. Uh, which, you know, shows a couple bits of data that point to new hardware, right? Specifically, the, the two names that are added here, right, as he calls out in the, the title, are Galileo and, names, yeah. and Sephiroth, right? And yeah. um, what we have here, right, is sound updates in, in the Linux kernel 6.6. And what that has is an addition for AMD's Van Gogh, which is the chip that's used by the Steam Deck, right? So, so we know that. Uh, but then when you look at the full update, that's where you get the mention of Galileo and Sephiroth. And, you know, that gets uh, added underneath like a, a sub menu, right? Which is Valve Jupiter device. And Jupiter is uh, one of the names that Valve uses for the Steam OS. So yeah. that points to the idea that whatever these devices are, they're running on a version of Steam OS, right? Um, of course, it makes a ton of sense that people jump to either the deck or the Deckard, right? The VR headset that we know is in development. One of the things yeah. that is interesting, and this, this is pulling right from, um, from Liam's article, uh, he says, considering the current SOC in the Steam Deck is named Aerith, a refresh of Sephiroth would continue their fun Final Fantasy-inspired naming. Uh, and then, you know, points out these are the things it could point to being, right? So what I think is interesting about the, the Sephiroth of it all, right, is, like, I could see that pointing to the idea that it's a, a deck successor, given that it shares that naming convention with Aerith, right? And, like, my little, like, goofy headcanon theory I was uh, throwing at Steve was, okay, right? Spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, by the way. Just want to get that out of there. Sephiroth kills Aerith, right? Could that be pointing to the idea that this is like a successor of the current model sure. of Steam Deck, right? It's a Steam Deck killer. <laughs> exactly, right? You know, yeah. that's that's the joke. Anytime a new model, Steam Deck killer, right? We, we yeah, put it on. It works. I, don't, I don't know how many thumbnails I've had to make that say Steam Deck killer, question mark. But yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so, you know, I, could be something there. Could just be them being Yeah, I mean, cute. usually if a headline's got, is this the Steam Gets Killer? The answer is usually no. No. If it's from Steam themselves and Valve themselves. The answer is probably a maybe. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, that could be very much just a coincidental thing, and they're just choosing another character yeah. from Final Fantasy VII as part of sure. the family of whatever, right? But, like, to me, the fact that it's Aerith and Sephiroth feels... Yeah. Pointed, no pun intended. And I mean, we know this is happening. We know a follow-up to the Steam Deck is 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 coming because I mean, right. Valve. Well, they said as much, didn't they? In that in that document last year at Tokyo Game Show, where they were like, uh, "What was the quote on the PDF?" It said, "In the future, Valve will follow up on this product with improvements and iterations to hardware and software, bringing new versions of Steam Deck to market." I mean, they probably said that far too early, if I'm being honest, but they said it. So here we are. So maybe, like, we're in for yeah. the long haul. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. That was the kind of takeaway from that, wasn't it? Um, we know future hardware is coming. You just don't tell people until you're ready, but hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, another um, piece of context I did want to add, this comes from uh, an article that Michael Larabelle wrote um, over on uh, Pharonix, I believe is how you say the name of the website. Apologies if I okay. am mispronouncing Pharonix. Um, but he points out, um, so why these Van Gogh sound editions now in Linux 6.6? There isn't a clear explanation, but possible indications of a Valve Steam Deck refresh. The Steam Deck is the lone notable user of the AMD Van Gogh APU. Further pointing to a possible refresh, or at least some new variant of the Steam Deck, was found when I was scouring the new Van Gogh SOF code. There is a new DMI entry that is for Valve, with a new product name of Galileo and a DM and yeah, and then Sephiroth, right? We know this. To this point, I haven't seen any other Valve Galileo entries around. And with the existing Steam Deck, the DMI product is known as Valve's Jupiter, like we said. It's also possible that Valve Galileo may just be some reference board slash developer hardware around the Steam Deck. But in any event, it's curious to see these Van Gogh editions coming in Linux 6.6. If it is a new variant or refresh, it's rather modest sticking to Van Gogh rather than going for the re, uh, Ryzen Z1 series with the Zen 4 CPU cores and RDNA 3 graphics. So I thought that was a little bit of, of interesting context because I before I read Michael's uh, write-up of, of the story, I hadn't considered sure. the idea that it could just be like a developer tool or like, um, like a, some kind of device that they're using to test other hardware or maybe it's like a, yeah. um, an in-development like maybe this is the Steam Deck successor, but it's just not actually, you know what I mean? Like it's still in active development, right? And they're just yeah. adding and I, it. I think that's, it. that's partly why this story initially didn't gain as much traction as it now has is because it may well have just been seen as like a, an internal developer tool or something like that. But obviously since um, Liam's original story on, on going on Linux, that some, some other kind of tidbits have come to light, haven't they? Which kind of make me think that it's more than probably just something internal so right right so the couple days later right th this original story breaks september 5th september 7th uh youtuber and uh twitter user sadly it's bradley over on twitter uh shared that a new valve hardware device just received radio certification in south korea valve index was one or 1007 steam deck was 1010 and then this device right the the device we well, don't know yet is, yeah. is 1030 yeah. Right. So, again, right, like seemingly the next device in, in their line of hardware. 
And yeah. uh, there were a couple follow-up questions asked by by other users that uh, add a, some more additional context that I think is interesting. Uh, when okay. when he was asked uh, how long before release hardware usually receives radio certification, his answer mm-hmm. was that the Quest Three rece- received certification a couple months ago. For comparison, we know that that's coming out later. What in this the fall? Right? I think it's yeah. like I can't remember the exact date, but we know it's a few months away. So the idea that if that happened a few months ago, that means that you know, this device is seemingly within the next year, right? Well, I remember that the kind of famous example of that was with, with the original iPhone back in 2010. Is that right? 2010? Um, because, yeah, they didn't right. come out until, yeah. like, the summer, right? It was, like, June, July release for the first very first iPhone. But they yeah. announced it in January, and I, I seem to remember the announcement, him saying on stage, we're doing this now because if we don't announce this now, you're going to find out about it from some sort of ratings <laughs> board. And totally. that's, that's what happened. You know, th- these things happen. So there's a reason yeah. they did that. So, um, yeah. And six months was the kind of run lead time between the iPhone reveal and, and it coming out. So a couple of months kind of makes sense for these things. Yeah. But you, you call so that it out. Could, it could be, it could be end of year. It could be middle of next, next year. year, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, another user, right? So somebody asked in the thing, can somebody take a look <clears throat> at when these were filed for the Steam yeah. Deck and for the Valve Index? And can we figure out how many days it was between those? Uh, uh, nice. Kind of an- backwards work out backwards sort of thing. yeah so. right so what we found was that the steam deck was certified on uh november i'm sorry the dates are in your format i think so they're fucking me up a little bit but it's uh november <laughs> uh 25th 2021 and then it was released on february 25th 2022 so that's 92 yeah. days after certification uh mm-hmm. for the valve index certification took place on uh i was like had to do the math there uh may 10th 2019 10th of may yeah yeah 10th yeah. of may and then the release date was on the 6th uh or the 28th of april excuse me um no sorry june i'm i'm all backwards now uh <laughs> meaning 49 days right so we have 92 sure. days for the deck 49 days for the valve index so yeah and obviously you got to remember in between those two dates covid happened so there might have been a backlog right <laughs> right yeah. yeah great point great point hadn't thought about yeah. that so the idea that like maybe the average is closer to two months than three yeah. is not yeah. yeah that's that's a good shout. So the idea that this thing could be potentially ready to to launch in a similar time window just to, before to the, Christmas sort of thing yeah. yeah yeah and I mean when you think about and this was this so I, I talked about this with uh, Steve offline because he can type though he can't talk and uh, one of the things he he said was uh, if I was a betting man. It would be a, it would be on a headset. Quest three is out soon, and the index is looking long in the tooth. Yeah, the timing of that does feel suspect, right? Of like, well, the Quest is coming out this fall. To say that this thing comes out in anywhere between you know fifty to ninety days, that puts mm-hmm. it right on that timeline. And you think PSVR sure. two came out earlier this year. Valve is kind of the last you know um, company that's still dedicated to VR that doesn't have their successor kind of headset. Yeah. yeah, doesn't have their next headset out. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, that timing. Because um, it's definitely not a Steam Deck 2. Definitely not with this timing at all. No way. No. Um, I think you're the, right to kind of say it's a VR device for sure. The only other thing I'll call out is, uh, Steve also made this point, TGS is coming up. There is the off mm. chance that this could be a uh, like device specifically aimed at the Asian market that has some modification, you know, based on the feedback they've right. gotten of after the device being, you know, available there for not a year yet, but I want to say pretty close, you know? Yeah, it's um, not far off, is it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's available in South Korea, Japan, and um, Taiwan, I think. Yeah, that's it. I, I was going to say, oh, maybe they're making, maybe they're making just another Steam controller, but obviously that doesn't kind of add up with the, the kind of. Yeah, there being the, the chip yeah. on the on the system, right? We're like, okay, so it's not a, a controller, which would have been nice, but yeah. okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so like, when you start asking these questions, it's like it becomes more and more kind like narrows in on something, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like a VR device to me, right? I I feel like I'm in, inclined to agree with Steve because I feel like the right. only arguments I can make to myself for why I think it's a deck are like my weird tinfoil hat theory about their final mm. fantasy seven naming convention it's like okay it's <laughs> which probably... I, I love by the way i, I do like that <laughs> um, would be cool yeah but in terms of like what their vr kind of product would be it's um it's interesting to know what they do to kind of differentiate themselves and where they kind of price themselves in the market because it's so wide open now isn't it in terms of price points yeah and yeah. they and, and obviously they priced the Steam Deck really, really aggressively, and the market's changed since they first had a go at it with the, with the first index. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they kind of slot it in. Yeah, and I guess, like, what... I, Valve is so interesting to me when it comes to hardware because, like, I don't really understand, like, what their metrics for success are and stuff like that. So yeah, it's like, are they going to go aggressive to try... Because, like, I feel like the reason the 64 model of the Steam Deck exists is to be an aggressive, attractive price point, right? But, like, that's not the most popular model. More of no. the crowd is the enthusiast crowd that gets the middle or high-end model yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. i don't see them trying to make a device that appeals to the mass market i see them trying to make a device that appeals to the steam audience because that's what they care about yeah. that ecosystem so it's like okay like so what does that mean right like is it is it yeah, like, super expensive and you're like that's fine it's is it not... a standalone device is it can you plug it into your steam deck there's like weird yeah. yeah who knows and i mean <laughs> those are great questions and like one of the things that um that was also called out in the the thread um from um want to make sure i get the name right here oh boy where is he uh from bradley sadly it's bradley um somebody had asked about the fact that there was no battery being listed right and he pointed out that that is consistent with both the quest 3 and the steam deck so okay again it's like the idea that like this is a vr device that plugs right into the wall or that it's a dedicated device that has an on you know uh, that has a battery that wouldn't be listed in this anyway seemingly so it's like right. you know you you can infer, infer a lot from these listings but also you do have a number yeah, of kind questions of jigsaw identify what it actually is yeah yeah and when it comes yep. to like things like that of like you know may, maybe that's why in this list it's connected to the steam deck because it does hook up to the steam deck and there is a steam deck mode for it and like you know, it has a uh, it has a chip built into it, right? Like we just talked yeah. about that. It has an onboard chip, so it's like the idea that maybe there is a Steam Deck mode where, like, yeah, like the Steam Deck's powering it, but the headset's doing some of the work, and that. Yeah, I've just got these awful know, visions of like you stepping on your Steam Deck when you're in VR because you're tethered to it on the floor <laughs> or something. You know, that could be bad. <laughs> it's not ideal, is it? But like, yeah. you you imagine like what if this device is like modular, right? Yeah. Where like it is a standalone device and it's maybe when it's standalone, it's on par with the other totally wireless headsets on the market. Right. And it mm -hmm. is like, you know, not able to do the super high end stuff, like something like maybe like a half, like Alex or whatever. Right. Or whatever sure. their next proprietary game is. That's going to show off this new headset and how sick it is. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe those types of games, you got to plug into a, a PC or a steam deck and that gives it the extra little 
you know, processing yeah. push it needs to to be able to do that stuff. That could be really interesting. I could see that being a yeah. really yeah. a cool innovation in that market of something that it's yeah, like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting as well because, like you say, like if you plugged it into the Steam Deck to kind of give it that extra boost, it kind of reminds me of like when the, the Switch first came out and everyone was like, "Oh, the dock's gonna like beef it up." Yeah, you get an expandable, <laughs> you know, uh, RAM <laughs> yeah. built into it or something, right? And it's like, but that cool. that but that was an obvious idea because it's 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 an obvious idea and it's a good idea. So if you've got that kind of grunt just sitting there, use it. So yeah, that'd be yeah. sweet to see. It'd be cool. How they, they play it. Yeah, you could you could see how you could see how that would be interesting, right? Like as a as a, a companion device for your existing you know home PC because you're already in the Steam ecosystem or your deck, yeah, or you know maybe your phone or whatever else, right? Like it's this device that can kind of speak with whatever you want it to and and exist in all yeah. these different you know um, verticals yeah, that know make if, sense. If it's like a particularly elegant solution, but I don't think that really matters. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, I don't know, right? Because like you look at like the docking station, it's like not an elegant solution either. I feel like they're they're yeah. not always married to the elegant solution. If it's like yeah. if the weird yeah. solution serves their niche audience, they're like, yeah, cool. That's what the that's what the yeah, people want. Exactly. Right? We don't yeah. make mass consumer devices. This thing sold a million copies. That's a success. It's like okay, cool. Like, does, do we feel that way about the VR device? You would imagine, yes, because I would imagine whatever it is, a VR device, I think, is inherently more niche than Steam Deck. Mm. Definitely. right definitely 100 it's um narrowing it down even further isn't it yeah it's just well i, I can't see that I, I know like the timing kind of suggests before christmas but there's there's no need for them to do that is there there's no there's not going to be no big clamor for them to be like oh we need to get the christmas market i just don't see valve that way inclined no, if that no. sounds a bit naive i don't know but yeah. i i guess the only way the only thing i could think is if they want to get it out so that if they think people are going to make a decision between the quest and this, that it's like, we're at, mm. we're available. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and we're like a product for gamers in a way that like the quest yeah. is increasingly trying to be like, VR is not just for gamers anymore. Right. And like, that's yeah. cool. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just you more like virtual meetings with legs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like you, you, you can see how valve being like, you know us, you love us, you trust us. Here's our next device, and here's yeah. Half Life Alex too, right? Or yeah, exactly. or whatever the next Valve game is, right? We we know that um, oh my God, what's the name of that team that they bought? The Firewatch team that that was they were working on Valley of the Gods, oh, and then they did Alex. Yeah, Valley of the Gods, true. Like I, like, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm if, blanking on the name, but I know who you mean. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking. Yeah, I I, I want to say it's like Firewalk or something like that, but maybe I'm wrong. But um, that studio we know right is in-house working on vr stuff so like the idea that they have another campo santo that's it firewatch is i think maybe the developer that maybe that sony owns now that i think about it they have a vr studio fire sprite there's like all these there's so many they're all like the same (laughs) but um they're a great studio right and like they've produced some really really cool vr titles so the idea that like they have something cooking like alex was you know three four years ago now right so like (laughs) I've just um Firewatch was the same as Valley of the Gods, by the way. It is Camposanto, yeah. Thank you. I've just gone to the Steam Deck listing for in the Valley of the Gods and the release date is tagged as December twenty twenty nine. Okay. Oh uh, you take eventually. your time. Yeah, right, yeah. whatever. <laughs> they got bought by Valve. Like you got a blank check to make this game for thirty years now. <laughs> yeah. I think take it, right? Whatever. Crazy. Although we'll I am looking out. forward to that game. If it ever yeah. comes out. If it ever comes out, I am looking forward to it. Had a great art yeah. style. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I I'm inclined to think we're looking at 
a VR device. And the timing feels right, and it it feels like it feels like that makes so much more sense than a deck revision when the deck is only you know it's not even at its yeah. second birthday yet. Yeah, and it still feels new, really, in terms of the, the totally. enthusiasm around it and stuff. Yeah. Um, when was the Valve Index? When did that come out? Uh, it's got to be a few years now, right? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so. say Alex was twenty twenty, right? So yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been a hot minute. It's about that time. Yeah. We have like these way more advanced sets on the market that are showing what can be done. So I'm sure the index market is excited to see Valve, you know, do something new. Um, and just in general, like it's exciting to see them work on hardware in a post Steam Deck world because I was never a big believer in their hardware until the Steam Deck, where I'm like, okay, you guys, you got something here. Yeah. So now I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's next? You know, like I, I I'm happy to, you know, like they've kind of and... got they've got some wind behind in behind their sails or yeah. whatever in terms of their hardware chops. Yeah, I really hope. And this is like probably a long, uh, like a fever dream wish, but I really hope they put out a Steam Deck controller too alongside this thing. That would be so mm. sick. I we like I want to make sense. I want a Steam Deck. I want another shot at the Steam controller because the original Steam controller is not good. I I've said that before. It's it's a mess, right? It makes sense that there was a point you. where they never was, tried it. I never tried it. Right. It's rough, and like you, it, yeah. it stumbled so that the Steam Deck could walk. You know for sure. sure. But like, I would love to see them take another shot at it and just literally take the pads that are on the steam deck, like the, the button mm. layout that we have and just throw it on a controller. Like, yeah. I, and like being able to like have your steam deck in the dock and turn it on from across yeah. the room, like any other device would just yeah. be so nice and would go such a long way. I think for enhancing the, the uh, dock docked experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So before we go here, Chris, uh, there mm -hmm. is something I love to do on this show once a month, which is checking in on the top 20 most played games on Steam Deck for the past month. I want to ask yeah. you, before we get into this, have you seen this list? I have. Okay. So yes, we'll go through it then, because I was going to have you guess. Sometimes if, uh, uh, okay. every once in a while I catch Steve and he hasn't seen it yet, and I'm like, here, what do you got? Right. What do you got? So Yeah, well, it's just nice to see a new game in there. It is, and it's nice to see a new game yeah. at the tippy top of the list, right? Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, yeah, yeah. Uh, understandably dominating uh, people's mm. time on Steam Deck because, A, it's long as all hell, and uh, it runs really well on Steam Deck. Like, I mm. think we talked about it on the show, on, on this show last week, um, and we also had a, a, a broader conversation about Baldur's Gate um, on, on the uh, on Flip Screen Games last week as well. But um, it, like, it definitely takes some significant compromises to get it running, you know, um, where you want it and like getting the battery life you want out of it and everything. Like it certainly isn't running at what the game is capable of, but like yeah. if you're comfortable with a 30 FPS locked, you know, type experience and, you know, turning down shadow quality and all that kind of stuff, like it still looks really good. The character models look good. I feel like if you're, uh not locked at 30 like if you're trying to push for 40 you're gonna see some frame yeah. dips here and there but i kind of elected to just lean into like i'm at 30 and, and that's what we're doing and i've been really really pleased by the performance like it i it's, think um... it's it's really impressive to see like a hot new triple a game run this well on steam deck for sure mm. uh, i haven't played it um but I'm going to do a little plug here, but over on Overkill, we've done a guide for, for playing it on Steam Deck. And 
the the person who who wrote the guy and did the kind of technical analysis of it, he actually recommends playing it at twenty four frames a second. Oh, which is kind okay. of interesting, and yeah, got got some people kind of questioning his logic. But we've had a few people kind of get back to us and say, "Oh, we, we tried it out, and actually, it's pretty interesting." It I'll give that a well. shot. So, nice. so um um, yeah, I'll uh I'll drop the link. Yeah, we'll throw it, we'll out, throw it in the episode description. You can go check it out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was I was very happy, not surprised to see, but very happy to see it at number one because uh, this game's like quickly become one of my my games of the year for sure. And I'm really been enjoying the ability to play it on Steam Deck. I'm excited to go and grab the PlayStation version now that it's out so that I can kind of futz around with the crossplay experience because there are definitely right. moments in the game where I'm like, oh, man, like I kind of wish I was on the bigger screen for this moment, you know, but like being able to do the map exploration and kind of like, you know, especially like some of the fights that take like longer time and stuff like that. It's so nice to be able to jump in and out on the Steam Deck. Um, right. It's right at home there for uh, so then from there on, we have a lot of very familiar uh, titles, but another new one in in the the top, uh, Dave the Diver coming in at number three. Yeah, that game is doing numbers. Awesome. Yeah, definitely blowing yeah. up. Another one I'm really hoping I can get I can get to before the end of the year. Uh, unsurprisingly, Elden Ring at number two, still holding it down. Um, no surprise. One of the best games on deck. One of the best games of last year. Everybody's excited to play it um, or probably play it a second time on the deck. Uh, Stardew Valley came in at number four. Vampire Survivors at number five. Again, deeply unsurprising. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, number six. Because Red that game Dead doesn't ever go away. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that that game it, like has the legs that it has. Yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird because like if you're like me, like I played that game on the Xbox yeah. 360 when it was brand Same. new, and it was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and I like it's a game I have. You know, like it was like it was good enough. Like I enjoyed it, right? Sure. But like. I don't, yeah. it's nuts to me that this game just like is still ubiquitous and still yeah. on a bestsellers list and still one of the most played games like over a decade later. Just even trying to think about what my life was like when that game came out. It's just, yeah. like, it's just like a different, different I was a totally different person. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was in college. <laughs> like I was, yeah. I was living, living with like my roommate in college and I remember yeah. like playing it on my shitty, shitty TV in my bedroom whenever you know he had the the main tv wrapped up oh my god yeah it's it's wild it's truly wild um on, on right underneath that right sister series red dead redemption 2 love to see that um just baffling baffling that rockstar does not get the original on pc when we have it yeah. now on every other platform they still have not released it on pc That's i don't true. know what they're doing but they should get on it because I bet you it would sell like hotcakes and shoot to the top of this list. And you know what wouldn't sell like hotcakes, but I wish Rockstar would do is just give me a table tennis re-release. I love that <laughs> game. Everyone forgets about that game. I love that game. You know, Steve also name drops that like every time Rockstar comes okay. up. Okay, right, right. So shout out to table tennis. My, my obscure Rockstar game that I stand for is Bully. That's that's the one that I okay. go to that for. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love a Bully too. Uh, so then under that, we got Brotato. Fallout 4, Cyberpunk 2077, The Elder Scrolls 5, yeah. Skyrim. Uh, all these people getting excited for Starfield, I guess, right? And they're like, let me, let me get that. Yeah, or playing Cyberpunk before the DLC drops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, getting ready. Yeah. Uh, under Skyrim, we had The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. The new one, yeah. Really cool to see that. Yeah. Um, seems like that's getting some good buzz. Glad to see that it runs on deck. Um, not super surprising, I guess, because for whatever reason, some from software's games seem to just 
work on Steam Deck, even though yeah. historically their PC ports were like not great. And now they're like, yeah, no, yeah. they're they're they rock now. We figured it out. Turned it around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and then uh, underneath that, we've got the the Turf Wizard game, uh, Slay the Spire, Hades, Hollow Cure, Save the Fans. Which I'm not familiar with. I've that one. never heard I have of no it. Idea. Yeah, I don't know what that no. is. New one. Another new one. Yeah. Uh, and then Remnant 2 and Halls of Torment make up our top 20 Steam Deck games of August 2023 by hours played. Pretty good list. Yep. Always nice to see some new nice. games get on there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be interesting to kind of see if you look back through these tweets through the course of a year and just kind of what people have been playing on their Steam Deck is like, yeah. Good yeah, stuff. It's, it's, it's like fun to see um, like as it evolves, you know, and like like new games come out, but it'll always be mm. fun when it's like, oh, this old game like got a patch well, and now it runs, you know? Yeah, that's what I like. Even just on this list alone is like brand new AAA releases, decade old games and like cool little indie titles that are rocking it. So lovely. I love that nice about variety. Steam Deck. You know, like yeah. that's I think that's what's so cool about it is like we've talked about how like one of the big advantages of the Steam Deck is like, you know, opening up your your world to to more handheld game or um not handheld, excuse me. Um like fan-made games and like mods and mm. you know, jumping into your your backlog for retro stuff and like or in some cases the new hotness like Baldur's Gate or yeah. or you know, Fires of Rubicon. And it's like yeah. just super cool to see that versatility of the device, you know? Yeah, and to see it in reality actually coming through as well. Yeah. So I did pull up Hollow Cure, and it looks like it's just like an anime uh, vampire survivors. Looks like the vibe. Okay. Yeah. There's been so many like vampire survivors type games spring up over the past yeah. twelve months. It's been insane. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's trying to get a piece of that pie. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So. A piece um, of garlic, rather. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So go check that out, I guess. Uh, if if you're in the mood for more vampire survivors, but not vampire survivors, I guess. But yeah, love and... survivors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, waifu survivors. That's what they should have called it. It's a better name. Yeah. You would have known, right? You would have known right away. <laughs> right away, what it is, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm always pleased to see some new games get on the list. So uh, definitely, definitely cool to see. And uh, I wonder. I really wonder if Starfield will make the list next month, even though it doesn't run super well on deck. Like, I think I, it will. I've seen so many people being like, ah, like there's a patch and a mod and there's this. And like people are yeah. like willing themselves to play it on yes. deck. Yeah, exactly. There's such an appetite to have it play on there. So I think it will. Um, I so will say, kind of popping up for it. Uh, I will I will plug real quick that if you want to play it on Steam Deck, I think the best way for you to do it is to just buy it on Xbox and stream it to mm. your deck if you have an Xbox. Right. Um, we do have our green light uh, tutorial that you can go check out. Um, so uh, I know a couple of people in the Discord have been doing it that way, and it seems to be like a pretty perfect experience. Um, I'm actually thinking about buying an Xbox Series S so that because uh, my wife's laptop is like this far away from the minimum requirements for starfield so like uh, okay. it runs right. but like it's not good you're not and, having fun yeah you know, yeah, yeah and like bethesda is her favorite developer she's so excited right. to play this game i was like all right we gotta we gotta set up a, a two xbox household here so that we can both yeah. play it at the same time <laughs> um so i think i think we're gonna i think i might have to figure out an xbox series s so we can i can stream uh and that new black one's coming out real soon right yeah it's like it's right around the corner yeah. and you know yeah. you know that they're gonna make the original one cheaper so yeah might be my time. Anyway, Chris, thank you again for joining us. Great to get to have you on again yeah. so soon. 
Always a pleasure. Uh, one more time, let the people know. There's links down below, but one more time, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, the website for this Steam Deck survey, which we mentioned at the top of the show, is overkill.wtf, and you can find it on there. And as for me, if I guess Twitter, I never know what to plug. But yeah, twitter.com forward slash Chris Brandrick. All right, we'll have links to all that and more down below. Make sure you go give Overkill a shout. And if you are a Switch player, make sure you go and subscribe to Switch Weekly, the best Nintendo Switch newsletter on the internet. Appreciate so, it. of course, of course. Thank you again for coming and hanging out. Hope we can do it again soon. And of course, we'll have to have you back on when the uh, the Steam Deck survey is, is all wrapped up. Yeah. Get into the yeah, results. Really interested to dig into those. Yeah, I'm yeah. very, very interested to see what the results yield because I feel like it's going to be even more surprising than Switch because I feel like there will be data points you don't even like. I never even considered right, which is going to yeah. be so fun to dig through. So uh, we'll have to have you back on for that in a couple of weeks. So make sure you look forward to that, everybody, and go and fill out those surveys now. So we got enough data points to talk about because I know there's literally thousands of you listening to this right now. So go and fill out the survey. Do me a solid. Uh, all right, so make sure you go give Chris a follow and uh, make sure you let everybody at Overkill know that we sent you. So for the crew, I've been Pete. He's been Chris. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast, baby. Take it easy. Bye-bye.